Nicole. And this is Sultana, aka Queen. And you're listening to Makeup, Breakups, and Martinis. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> and today's mixer question is If your love life was a movie title, what title would that be? Oh, that's a good question. Mine would be Home Alone. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think. And the thing is, I don't really watch movies like that. So, get out that um <laughs> laugh at my pain <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> all right that one <laughs> kevin hart laugh at my pain <laughs> because that's what we do here on the podcast <laughs> all right so i recently read this book and it's called the modern breakup and it's by daniel shediak and I loved it so much. I had to tell Tana, like, we have to talk about some of the things that they bring up in this book. And if anybody was looking for a quick book to read, it's, I'm sure anybody can relate to. I would definitely pick this up. It was, it was actually the fastest book I've ever read. I read this book in two days, oh, and wow. I felt like somebody wrote my life. Wow. I got to read it, but I've been, like, slacking on my reading lately. But <laughs> I definitely want to read it from the, what you told me about it. It definitely sounds like both of our lives (laughs) it's the modern way that we date yeah yeah it really is so we're gonna go over it i don't know if this is gonna be a one part two part episode but um we're definitely gonna talk about it and have fun and if you like what you hear definitely i urge you to buy this book and read it but um so we're gonna get started the first thing that they talk about is hypocrisy in the dating world they say like we all have been hurt we're insecure and we're scared to look interested if we are into somebody. I know like if I meet somebody out, I'll I'll look at them, but I do tend to like well, I don't want to stare at them and cuz then that would just be creepy. Yeah. But is it I don't know, is it hypocritical to be cautious? Like how soon are you saying that we're being hypocritical cuz I mean, sometimes you're just being cautious to not show too too much interest and then his girlfriend walk up you know so you gotta i think it's like hypocritical to like the point like when you meet somebody and then you may find out like oh they're like a football fan and you're like oh i like football too and oh, you probably right, right. never you're watch really, it like yeah. you're trying to relate more like oh i want to see like our lives fit together and hope right. you notice it too so, so you like that could yourself. be like a right hypocrisy I mean, I know, and you've called me out on this because you actually saw it in action. <laughs> I, I'm i super guarded when I I like someone. So you can't even tell that I like them. And I'm just doing that because I'm afraid of being hurt. Uh-huh. So I remember there was a guy and we were all out. I was like, Nicole, I really like him. You're like, I can't tell. You're not even like getting close to him. You're not saying anything to him. And then I finally walked up to him and he said the same thing. He was like, um you're really hard to read like i can't yeah, i really have to like paint this picture so if there's a guy and we're all in the same room but in this point we were all in the same like vip area but we were all in the same just like we all were Came sharing together, the yeah. same like sofa in the same section so but she was like giving no eye contact, Mm-mm. like not even like because I want him to, to make approach the effort me. to talk. <laughs> so it really like it looked like it I looks was like standoffish. Yeah, yeah, not interested. Yeah, 
That's true. I guess I'm just like waiting for the guy to come up to me and make the first move. But then how can he make the first move? (laughs) If you're not giving him any signs. (laughs) Nothing. I'm just like, he's just going to read my mind and know. Um, Then by the end of that night, I was like trying too hard to, um, I guess, show that I was interested. And then he... Was it the end of the night? Or, or was the, it next the next day, day? The next day, yeah. I yeah. think the end of the night, you did really well. Like, at the end of the night, so um, I don't know what happened. I got to the point where you guys were actually talking. And then I think you left your keys. Or yeah, he left yeah, yeah, keys, yeah, yeah. And then you both walked up together. And then I was like, okay, now she's putting the effort. Because mm-hmm. now, you know, it's just them two alone. Now you guys have that time to talk and flirt. Right, right. Um, Once I broke the ice and, like, made eye contact, he yeah. was like, oh, okay. She really is... <laughs> may be interested um but yeah but i i mean i think sometimes we are i mean you said hypocritical you, and you have to say the next day though what oh, happened geez. because okay she went this from one extreme to i know so thing. it went from like i was i mean i don't know i i don't even know if i was wrong for this like he was like playing basketball he was playing basketball yes and so I'm like, should I be out there on the court with him? I don't know how to do this whole girly thing. So like, should I be there like cheering him on or whatever? Um, so I went over there and I was just kind of standing there smiling. <laughs> he was playing, and Nicole was like, "All right, come come sit come back, back down. Girl. It's not it's being <laughs> awkward now, <laughs> right?" I was just standing there by myself, just watching him play and. I guess I thought he was going to come off and like come. I don't know what I expected from that. I yeah, because it wasn't, you weren't even on the court. I wasn't you were, on the court. I was like standing on the sidelines just watching him. <laughs> just watching. I told her, like, I think like a perfect description was uh, I told her that she looked like a kid wanting a toy. So I was like, <laughs> Dude, we don't want to seem too into yeah. him. So let's come on back to yeah. me. <laughs> so I went back. I was like, all right, Nicole, this is bad. So, um, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm trying to understand the hypocritical part. Um, if it's in terms of like being guarded and not showing that you're interested, um, sometimes you're just afraid of being hurt or being rejected. Well, that is what they say. They say like sometimes our insecurities of not being good enough, we might betray um, a person that we're not, or that we've been hurt, so we not we're not really as vulnerable as we should be with somebody. That's me. Um, <laughs> and so but okay so on the other end so i'm the person that's more guarded but then other people want to i guess stand out stand out against the pack Mm -hmm. so of course they're gonna try and like have more relatable points with that other person i don't know if that makes them insecure i think that may be like oh i'm gonna say that i like football because that's gonna make me more of like someone that he would want to spend more time, time with, with because yeah. now we have more relatable points what do you think do you think that makes a person insecure for um i feel like we're all guilty of doing it i know i i've done it i think i i mean i feel like i need to get off the topic of football but i know i've definitely done that um like and, act like you're more interested in something but now there. i have to be real so if anybody's like oh do you like sports and it's like well i like sports if i'm watching it with somebody but if i'm alone no i won't watch it by myself i don't know the games so I like the point that you made where you say now you really just say that 
well, I like sports, but I have to watch it with someone. And if it's not with someone, then I won't watch it. Right. Like that's standing in your truth. That right. shows like you're going to have to take me the way I am. If you want a girl that's super into sports, maybe that's not me. But you can like actually state the fact that like, no, I'm not really into sports and not have that fear of maybe he won't like me for me. Yeah. And I think that's a cool thing. I don't know if guys do it too with money. You think they do that? Like, what do you mean? Maybe like they might be insecure with, uh, I don't know, a certain aspect in their life and they might show off money more to get a girl's attention. Yeah, and that's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) It's annoying AF because, geez, I'm like, I'm not impressed by it. And then you can only do that for so long. So then let's say that you throw your money in, you know, in someone's face and then... The girl starts asking you, like, well, I need you to pay this bill and that bill. And now you think she's a gold digger. No, you are offering to pay for everything. This is not a personal story. <laughs> it's not. I'm just saying, I know. But I'm just saying, you were offering example. to pay for everything in the beginning, and now you can't keep that up. So why did you? I just think that's annoying. <laughs> I, just but you see yourself. where, like, the hypocrisy occurs a lot in dating? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everybody presents their best foot. I think for some guys, they wouldn't get the opportunity to speak with a girl if they didn't try to impress her. Like, I think some guys are really just paying for attention. Like, okay, if I pay for this expensive date, then I can really get this girl so they feel like they have to. So here's my question. Would you date a guy who didn't spend a lot of money up front and was really frugal in the beginning? Yeah, I would. Um you know what i think it's all and i feel like we said this before it's all about like the creativity so like you don't have to have a lot of money with me it's just like like i like art art is very cheap and go to a free like art show there's all over somewhere there's a free art show kits you can go okay and they have handcraft stuff so he would have to have that conversation of what you're into right and i love those like even if you had like a picnic outside of downtown or in the park or something because downtown is very scenic and then if you just had some like romantic picnic like he made lunch or bought like cheap tacos i don't care and beer Uh, like that never happens and i feel like that's just that's very creative yeah so what if someone were to just invite you to tropical smoothie for the first day (laughs) that is not creative (laughs) but he didn't and i don't like their smoothies i'm sorry for smoothies are terrible a long time ago i keep trying and it's a long time ago when they first came out it was really like they really did their thing now it's just sugar it's like why not just get a bunch of sugar now if somebody took me to extreme smoothies (laughs) (laughs) you would take them seriously then i'm for the first date uh for the first date i mean for the first date and it's what time is the state if it's early morning if it's like a quick like meetup yeah because that's normally like my sunday mornings i'll go to extreme smoothies and then have a talk have a smoothie and go fine okay so you if you're like if you want to go at night and this is really like our our date date, you like so this is really where you (laughs) chose for us to and i'm hungry at night (laughs) i get it in the morning time because i i skip breakfast yeah and i think another thing with couples is sometimes we think that we have to be into the same thing for everything for everything you have your time and i'll have mine and i think i guess that idea of like we're gonna be so in sync with everything i i don't i don't believe in that because i i'm an introvert and i need my quiet time like i'm gonna need time away from 
my husband just to myself. Like I'm gonna oh, go so get you my want, he, yeah. He needs he to, to go, go away. <laughs> like for hours. Go fishing. I think it doesn't it doesn't hurt that we aren't interested in the same things, but we do have to have some things that are we can connect on. Maybe you think I'll learn to like. Maybe right. you're like, I love it. And I, then at the end of the day, you like, I hate don't it. like this <laughs> show. Like, and they're like, well, we used to watch basketball games together all the time and go fishing. Like, I always hated this. <laughs> no, I hate you. I've been making this shit for two years. I don't watch basketball. All right. And the next one was closure. Do we ever get it? And do we really need it to move on? Do we ever get closure? I don't know. I, you know, I can't remember like needing closure. Do you know what this reminds me of? I don't know if you remember this Friends episode. Probably. Where Rachel goes on a date with this guy and he's telling her, he's like, well, you probably need closure. So she she's at a restaurant and she taps the guy next to her that who's on a cell phone and she's like and she's drunk and she's like excuse me i need to borrow your cell phone and yeah she's explaining to ross that she has closure on a, his voicemail and then i think she went to the apartment to erase the message because well he comes over to the apartment and he's like hey can i use your phone i need to check my messages and she doesn't remember and he's like oh yes, hey remember, Rach, and I then a, she remember yeah, yeah yeah i remember i don't I don't understand the concept of closure. Do you? Um, I think that we want closure, especially if we were in a long-term relationship, to help us understand, like, if somebody's breaking up with us, why? Like, we've been together for so long, so why all of a sudden? Because at some points, this is new to the other person. Like, why? I thought we were good. Why Mm -hmm. all of a sudden are we breaking up? So So understanding, really. So trying to rationalize what what is going on in the relationship and then seeing if there was something that i don't know in our minds you know it plays tricks on us so it's like in our minds like is this something that we did maybe we can fix it um because like like women we like to repair things right away Mm -hmm. so let me know what's going on maybe i can come up with a solution to repair this relationship do you think those conversations actually help with closure i've never had closure (laughs) in any of my relationships Uh, And you know what? In the beginning, um, when I was really young, and I wish I could go back to this. You know, breaking up always hurts. Mm -hmm. But it's, I guess it's because like when you're dating, you're not dating for like long term relationships. So when somebody breaks up with you, it's like, okay. Well, at least that's how it was with me. It's just like, Uh, it's just over. It's over. You get over it. You go through the pain. And you move on. Right. But you don't really ask like what happened or like the recap. And maybe that just wasn't a serious relationship for me. But, um, yeah, my last relationship, I think I was looking for closure, but I think it was more like I was just rationalizing everything in my head and if I could fix things. If you don't get that closure, what happens? So then what I did was move on to self-help books. Okay. And and self-help books are amazing because then because I think like we just put so much on ourselves and then they help you realize it's not you. Like, it's crazy. You had to read a book to find out how great you are about yourself. Like, damn. I am bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody would be lucky to be with me. So, but we need like words of encouragement to get us back to that state of mind again. Because a breakup can break you down so badly that you feel like a terrible person. And that's why I was like, does closure 
always help because maybe that other person is reinforcing those stereotypes of like you did this wrong you did that wrong this is what you did and then you walk away feeling like shit like well damn you know so i'm like wondering does closure always make things better i don't know like i don't even know if i think like if some guy was to tell me it's not you it's me and i think you're great and this and that and he just has to move on that's still not gonna make things okay i was okay. gonna say that's like the movie answer like what movie did you get that? that's not you it's me i've heard that <laughs> but no so that doesn't give you closure and then if they do tell you like well this was all your fault then if you walk away believing that then that makes it worse i just think that the other person has to be in a mature state of mind to really give closure because if they're not they're just gonna be like really kind of i don't know step on you and that's it i think that's why i've never really tried to get closure i don't know if i'm gonna want to hear what they have to say yeah that reminds me we have a friend and she got fired and this is so unrelated well it's relatable okay okay but um we i remember we were all asking so why did you get fired she's like i don't know i just packed up my things and left. <laughs> you don't want any closure <laughs> You don't want to know why? She's like, nope. I'm like, that comes with. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't want to know. Like, no, I know I'm crazy. You don't have to tell me. I'm. <laughs> I ain't trying to find out. But no, I think sometimes it can help. Sometimes it it can hurt. It depends on the situation. I think it takes two mature people to, to be able to get real closure. closure. Yeah, because then you won't get closure. I think you did the best thing with you know what you did, which is like reflect on yourself oh yeah so this is what they say in the book okay all right so closure comes from knowing ourselves and knowing our worth and finally realizing what we deserve it's seeing the other person for who they are and not what we made them to be in our head and i think that's the biggest thing is like when we meet somebody we we meet somebody and we love somebody for their potential so we always have their potential and who they are in our mind and so like it, it to the day that it ends so um, when we want closure it's like like we can still fix you now we need to fix us or mm-hmm. something but those are people who are dating with somebody who is just the potential it's not the person all right so i mean we talked a lot about like losing yourself so this is just like a tidbit that i got from the book that i don't think we've ever brought up as many times as we talked about losing yourself but they say like a good starting point to know or i guess to catch yourself if you are losing yourself is when you let your happiness solely depend on someone else's mood i think that's with anything in life when you And, you know, I'm not 100% there where I'm not affected by other people around me. But, like, you do have to realize that when external forces are controlling your mood, then you're not in control. Whether it be social media or your partner. You get a text or you're, you're looking at your likes and then your mood changes. Then you're like, damn, I'm not in control anymore. Yeah. So that is important to, like, really check yourself yeah because sometimes we make that our job he's in a bad mood therefore i'm in a bad mood and it's my job to make his day better is there a certain level because i feel like there is a certain level where you should feel responsible or trying because i know i'm like the type of person that's like oh if he's not in a good mood then i want to make his day better Mm -hmm. is when is it too far I don't know if you ever catch yourself knowing when it's too far it's probably other people who are 
around around you you who have to tell you like you're not yourself when you don't have Snickers (laughs) (laughs) but I think like I don't think that we think that like hey my happiness no longer comes from me now it's my happiness is dependent on somebody else our social media I think we all need to like start checking ourselves and doing our own self-evaluation like hey my mood just got thrown off for a day i used to do this i i honestly used to do this and i would allow myself to have three bad days in a row and if i had any more than three bad days i really had to reevaluate what was going on because Mm. it's like but it would always go it would always go like hand in hand hand hand, where it was like i would have three days and then i would have a really good day and everything would be picking back up but if I had more than three days, something in my life was going Off. on. You're that, like, what is going on? Right. Um, I've never really been tied to social media. And I'm, I'm happy because I was born in the era before social media. So it's like I, I enjoy it, but I don't like my emotions to be tied to it. But I have. We're all going to need like social media rehab. Yeah. (laughs) But for me, um, like I've noticed like there's pictures that I get more likes on or whatever. And I've had to catch myself and say, why does this matter? (laughs) Like what what, am I going to get points for more likes? You know, I remember there was a picture that I posted and um, I just kept going back and editing the caption. I don't know if anybody catches me like edit the <laughs> caption like a thousand times. Um, and then like one of the times or the last time I tried to edit the caption, I deleted the picture. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, do I repost it? And if I repost it, I'm not going to get as many likes as I had before. And I had to catch myself and say, like, well, why are you really posting this picture for likes? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> I cannot wait till they take this, like, thing off. off. I cannot wait. I mean, I've, I've, in my head, have thought, like, should I post this? Should I not? Because we are too, like, dependent on what other people think. think yeah. And it's like, I would like to post something and not care, care what anybody thinks. Yeah. But I had to check myself and I'm like... I don't care if I get a certain number of likes. I'm posting this picture because I want it to be on my page, period. And I reposted it and I was like, I'm sorry, guys, I deleted this picture. (laughs) It's up again. But not really having that tied to my emotions and like my self-esteem and my self-worth of like, this is how many likes, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't equate to cash. I mean, definitely people are making money on social media. Shout out to you guys, you know, making Instagram yeah. a profit. But um, this is my personal page and this is just what I use to express myself. So I hate that it affects young people the way that it does because it can change their day. Like they post a picture of themselves and it doesn't get as many likes. And then they're like, oh, shoot, like what's wrong with me yeah so what this book does it does have like they break down what social media has done to the dating world Mm. um and it's like how we're all looking for real connections but because we're tied into social medias we don't even know how to connect we don't want a connection we rather get a text message than a real phone call it used to be definitely for women like we just kind of do whatever the man wants (laughs) like we just like we had to lose ourselves there was no individuality when a woman marries a man it's just raise the kids that's that's it yeah i think like 
majority of us grew up with like parents who were unhappy mm-hmm. um parents who got divorced and they kind of just stuck it out when they weren't happy they just they just yeah stuck it out it out yeah. like, <laughs> he's like you unhappy? I'm unhappy too. We've all been this house. Yeah, unhappy. He's going to make this work. Yeah. Um, life, life journey. Yeah. Um, but I'm now. I'm buy the sports car. <laughs> but I think it's so important now, especially with the divorce rate being so high, like understanding that it's work and it's work individually and not only collectively. Like, it's not just, well, he doesn't get his way. I don't get my way. So it's not going to work. Like, no, let's work on ourselves and then let's bring that together and bring a happy relationship. A lot of like the people that we either interviewed or I've read in books, they were all strong women who knew what they wanted and who were like, they demanded stuff in the relationship. Like, I need this for my sanity, like Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. Love her. Yeah. So she she wanted her own gym time. They were going to have like dinner at what time she, she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the relationships that I admire. It's the modern woman. It's really the new age woman who's working. like, And they're taking care of themselves. Yeah. Too. So now it's like, it's all like, right. Uh, the man is not the, the only one that's. And all be all. Exactly. I'm in this house too. Right. I, <laughs> you know. All right. So the next one we're gonna go in is: Are we confusing what a real connection is? So they gave an example. It's like you go on a date with a really nice guy, but you pull away. Guilty. Guilty. Um, <laughs> then you could meet someone who's hot, who dresses well, seems cool but only contacts you here and there and you're really interested in him guilty nice. so um, am i guilty of that nicole would know better than me i don't even know he's hot and he's not contacting me hmm i don't even <laughs> well i've been i i think like you don't really play those games you shut it down real <laughs> soon so right. like yeah, if, I don't play if like they that. were i think you'd you would play with it for a little bit but, not but then long. not too yeah, long like, to right. entertain it yeah yeah so um then you look back and you're like was it was it really i wasn't feeling the other guys that would give me the world or are we really being clouded by our desire for someone who thinks we couldn't have or we're the chase i don't think the chase is limited to just guys women are interested in the chase too it's like yeah oh yeah (laughs) i know that like men are like they're known for the chase but women like the chase too they like to get the guy that they that's like the the guy that everybody wants i don't think that's i don't think that's far from the truth i think especially younger girls with the chase i don't think that's young i think that's this whole new era of chicks that's like super aggressive (laughs) They want the they want the Don. They want the guy with all the money. They want the guy that has the shine and who can buy cars. So they're chasing that lifestyle. You know what I say? Lifestyle. Like any l- rap song, just do the opposite to what you hear. <laughs> live your life to just listen to the song and live the opposite life. <laughs> but it's it's very like that narrative is out there of like let me get the the guy with the the car and all the money and that's flashy and that's a VIP. So I think the guy who isn't as flashy, who may just be like, I just want to go out and have a nice time. He may be overshadowed by the guy that's like, 
I'm going to throw, <laughs> let's get bottles. Right. So you may just be like, damn, he's just too nice. When really that's like what you crave. You really, you want, really want stability. Yeah. Like when you make a list, that guy is on checking off all the boxes on those lists. I mean, he's that so goes back to you. our um, chemistry versus safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even like, sometimes it's not even money worth. You just see like, they say like women, we have this imaginative fairy tale mm-hmm. or like, romance in our head and where we can see somebody and we can just fantasize them or we can actually like get speak to them for a little bit and we've already created a picture like i said their potential so we highlighted their potential and now we created someone who they are or who they could be but they're not like he's not texting me every day but he said he loves his mom and And he could be with his mom. That's probably That's why he's not texting me. Exactly. Like we, even the guys like with the ones that you were saying with the money. Like even if they like all of them said like, oh yeah, I go to church, and they could probably go to church one time this year. Mm-hmm. But they say, oh, I go to church, and they're like, like, oh, oh he's man. a god. Look, <laughs> look, he's Christian. Check. <laughs> He knows the Lord, and the Lord knows me. <laughs> Lord knows my heart. This is this is him. Like this is. <laughs> so we we would make a a lot of excuses for the guys that we want, and ignore the the guys that we need, which is really sad. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm guilty of like finding. I found like a lot of nice guys, yeah. and I think I've written them off because like. I didn't feel like we were compatible, and um, I, I don't know. I found ways where we weren't. Age, we weren't compatible with. Oh. Sense of humor, likes, our interest. Like, I would find something. I know the top two reasons for divorce is money and sex. cheating. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay. is related to sex, so I guess, sure. <laughs> cheating, you okay? I was wrong. <laughs> Oops. Cheating, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, like, if they're not ambitious enough for you, then that would be the top tier to, like, if you guys were ever to get married. Well, I wouldn't cheat because he's not ambitious. I'm not saying you would cheat, period. I'm oh. just saying if y'all broke up, maybe because it would be finances. Oh, well, ambitious doesn't necessarily relate to... F- you can be successful in a career. So, I don't want to say... I, I don't want to... I don't know. Ambitious to me isn't tied to. I don't think I'm not saying that he's gotta be rich. I think like when you're talking, but I know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like, like if you see somebody who's not meeting their max potential, right? That's you a would want more. And I think that like that's what I'm saying. Like that might cause like that's gonna a be a problem. Like I would want more for you. Then you want for yourself. Exactly. Right. I'm going to push you because I can see you may have a skill. Let's say that you know how to cook. Okay, you can cook. You need to start your own <laughs> cooking agency. Let's, you know. Let's get these food trucks. Yeah, like <laughs> let's do this. I can see us doing this. And, and he'll be like, no, I don't, I don't really want that. I'm just going to be like, there's so much more that you can do. Yeah. And that's a problem because I'm going to be. I'm going to want to always push myself and I don't want to not have someone that's also pushing me to be my best self. Right. So that is a big thing where even if they're 
meeting other criteria, that might be something that I might just mark you off on. Because, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not even worried about the height thing. So, you know, like. <laughs> you're like, I don't care if you're big, if you're small, yeah, if you're tall, I'm if you're short. Picky. I'm not picky. Just be ambitious. Ambitious and have some dreams and stuff like that. So, want to try, do some stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. They talk about lust and real love and what's the difference. So I always thought like lust was just like more like a sexual attraction, but they really like put it into terms where I lust, lust was sexual. It, they put it into terms where it's like it's an obsessive like feeling. Lust is quick to assume and it's tormenting in the mind. Wait, what? Yeah. So like if you're say you're like obsessing over some somebody and which I've done a lot. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Have it's I been lusting? one of like my greatest hobbies. <laughs> what is it? One of the deadly deadly sins. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is, and it's just tormenting to the mind. So you might replay a scene over and over in your head, trying to like reenact. Well, this was such a great moment and it was like a quick snippet of something that doesn't really put in full effect of who a person is it's just yeah. like a a quick moment you two had with you can have with a stranger yeah it also says it doesn't truly understand another and it makes irrational decisions mm. so in that definition, I have lost a lot of guys. <laughs> I've lusted. I have said <laughs> made irrational decisions. Oh geez, I'm trying to think. But don't we all naturally kind of lust when we first meet someone? Isn't that I part do? Of but I think it's like it's just where you are more identifying what what you are with this person like do you really love this person are you lusting this person and if you're having these type of feelings it's more in the lust because they define real love as love feels better it's available it's long conversations it's the feelings that you can call a person at any point and not being scared that you look desperate i feel like lust is what starts a relationship and then you grow into love i mean some people are lucky and they know love right away but i think love lust is kind of what grabs your attention right or is that like physical attraction or is physical attraction lust i'm trying to figure out like the difference well i think so I think like you can be physically attracted to somebody and not have those like obsessive feelings and where it's tormenting to the mind. Like you can be like attracted to a person and then like when you guys um, conversate then and you go your separate ways and just how you go about things. That's how when it starts to identify as is this lust or is this love? So when you go your separate ways, you're still not obsessive? No, just like, like you might like, oh, I met somebody cute or he's hot, but let me just see where it goes. And that's kind of like more of a healthy state of mind. If it's meant for me, it'll be for me and he'll stay. And if it's not, oh, well, you can let going it go. out with my girlfriends, regardless, you're yeah. still going about your life. So yeah. I think it's just like in your mind where you're at, are you at a healthy state of mind? Are you, if you're obsessing with somebody like then you might need to reevaluate yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I met a person and I could 
I could see myself being with them in a relationship. Okay, we're fantasizing. Go ahead. Right, but I think most people do that. Like, you can already see yourself with a person. That's where we go wrong. <laughs> you think? I mean, when you start to talk and you see that you have No, I think that's interest. normal. I think we all do that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, but I think, like, if it doesn't go wrong, the, the way, way you we want it. had it in our mind, that's where... It turns into lust? No, I just think that, like, mentally, that could just be more damaging to us. Because, like, oh, I had all these high expectations in my mind, yeah. and it didn't come well, that was fruition. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is that lust, or is that just fantasizing, or high expectations? I don't know what that's called. <laughs> well, I know. All right, so I think it was... Well, I think lust is sexual. I thought lust well, was... So overall, again, lust, people, <laughs> is an obsessive feeling. Lust is quick to assume and torment the mind. It doesn't truly understand the other, and it makes irrational decisions. So lust is just like a quick feeling without... Well, they're not giving a time on this feeling. It's just like if you're obsessing, if it's like playing, like taking over your mind, mm-hmm. Um a tormenting where you can replay scenarios if you're a, making excuses for somebody is this the author's definition or is this like the no this is the author's webster's. De- I, I have okay. not looked up lust okay webster's let's go to webster <laughs> i don't even know if i have webster's i'm googling this so the google one that i see says very strong sexual desire so they're broadening it up so i guess this is just more like mind fucking and that's just like that's lust too. <laughs> yes, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. So they're saying it's a mind fuck. <laughs> that's that, and that's very that is very possible as well. Yes. What I just looked this up, and I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary. I don't know how I got to the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I really just looked this up again, and it says the feeling you get when you see someone, and all you want to do is f the s out of them (laughs) (laughs) fill in the blanks (laughs) so maybe lust is physical i don't know this is a debate is lust physical only or is it then what would you call if you saw somebody and you were obsessing of them and you made irrational decisions like i'm gonna call them right now because i'm drunk and i feel like I'm but you want to call them right now to do what? To see if they pick up because you don't know they have an answer to your text. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Like you want to ride by their house. You make irrational decisions to see if they're home. Because you lust them. You want them. I mean, I, I see it like I only knew as lust as like a physical desire. Right, But right. when they put it as like, well, this, you're obsessing. You're, you're mind fucking yourself over this person. That makes sense, too. Yeah, yeah. So you just need to like reevaluate yourself, queen, like Cole would say. <laughs> so I love this book, and I'm gonna say it again because I've read, uh, man, I've read probably eleven of books this year. Um, the Alchemist will always be my favorite, but The Modern Breakup was a a quick great read, and I'm sure anybody could um, could relate to it. And it's by Daniel Shidiak. It's spelled Last name C H I D I A C. 
Yes, thank you. All right, and thank you for listening to Makeup Breakups and Martinis. Follow us on Instagram. If you have any topics you'd like to discuss, feedbacks, you can comment below, email, or DM us at Makeup Breakups and Martinis. And please subscribe to stay updated to our next episode. Cheers, guys. Cheers.